Hello, um, can you please tell, this is, I'm introducing Justin, can you please tell us a little bit about the CCBL? Sure. And, uh, so the Center for Community-Based Learning uh, was established at the University of North Florida in 2009 as part of the institution's quality enhancement plan for our SACS accreditation. Uh, when the center was established, uh, the goal was to um, integrate community-based transformational learning throughout the institution. And that has been the goal of the center ever since. So the center works with faculty, staff, and students to find ways that we can get the individuals from the institution uh, to be engaging within the community uh, for experiential learning opportunities. What do you think was the most effective way of getting students civically involved? Uh, so we've done a couple different student programs over time. And the, the one that was probably the most effective uh, was the Ospreys in Action, which was an alternative spring break program. Um, unfortunately, because of funding and COVID, that program has been suspended temporarily, but we're hoping to bring it back in the future. Uh, with that, we had students who would travel during the UNF spring break to different parts of the country. Um, so we had trips that went to DC, we had trips that went to North Carolina, we had trips that went to uh, Central and Southern Florida, and there was also uh, a trip that went to Louisiana and a trip that went to Alabama. And so each trip had a different focus for the students. Uh, they would do uh, have sessions before the trips took place, so that way they could learn more about the sites that they're heading to and the social issues that they're being engaged with. And then while we were on the trip, uh, there would be two student leads and then two staff leads who were there to help support the students who were engaged in various service. Um, so it was everything from uh, the ones that took place in Central and Southern Florida were working with migrant workers and so learning more about uh, that particular social issue. Uh, I was a staff lead for two of the trips. One was to Louisiana, where we were working with individuals who, um, a, an older gentleman in particular, whose house unfortunately was sort of falling down around him. So we were doing a lot of repair work with that and learning about uh, individuals who were displaced because of Hurricane Katrina. Uh, and then I also led uh, was the staff lead for the trip to Selma, Alabama, where we were learning about the civil rights movement uh, in Selma and in Alabama in particular. So um, both of those trips and all the trips that were a part of that particular program, um, I would say were probably the most impactful ones for students. Uh, but we've also have done um, days of service activities within the Jacksonville community and that it where we see larger numbers of students participating in those particular events and activities. And then the other biggest thing would be a lot of our faculty members who are teaching community-based learning courses. Uh, so many of the students have a required number of hours that they need to do with various community partners and community agencies in order to complete that particular assignment 
for their course. And then they have reflective, uh, usually essays, uh, that they will write about their experiences uh, for that. So that's a great opportunity for students to to see how their viewpoints might change from that experience or how they grow over time from engaging with those social issues. That leads right into my next question, which is why do you think students should be should be civically engaged and what do you think they can gain from that? I think the more opportunities students have to be involved with their community and learn what's happening around them uh, just makes them overall a, a more uh, whole person. We're not just who we are when we come to class or when we show up on campus. right? We have lots of things that are happening in our lives around us and, and sometimes it, it's important that we explore what's going on within our community and get a better sense of what's taking place within our community. Um, so I think when students have these opportunities to engage in these ways, it provides them some new perspective that maybe they uh, didn't have before. Uh, it, I think, provides some awareness as well. Um, there's actually you know, lots of students who come to UNF who live in Duval County or live in Jacksonville, St. John's County, uh, that there's things that are happening in different parts of the city that they're just not aware of because they haven't been to that part of the city before. Um, so when they're given an opportunity, and I would say the, the nursing program is a, is a good example of this, with their home-based program, a lot of times there's students who are in that program that have never been to that particular part of the city and so they're not aware of some of the um the issues and problems and things that those residents are dealing with uh so it is definitely an eye-opening experience for them and i know that through my conversations with many of the nursing faculty they'll say that uh you know sometimes what they need to do is help the students understand um that their particular perspective is just one part of a larger puzzle and that there's lots of other things that are taking place and so why they think that an individual uh, might have health disparities that could be a contributing factor but there could be a lots of other things that are contributing to that as well and so it gives them a chance to start to understand and explore what some of those other uh, factors might be when we're talking about the particular issue of health disparities. So. That makes a lot of sense. Um, how about, what do you think is the biggest issue that is motivating students right now, and why? Yeah. It's, a, it's a difficult question, because if you were to ask this pre-COVID-19, I think I would have a very different response than, than what I do now. Uh, I think, under the current circumstances, um, the biggest thing is searching for some normalcy. And I think people are, are aching to be back to what things were before we were in the global pandemic. Um, and I think we are starting to see a light at the end of the tunnel. I think, though, however, when we come out of the tunnel, things are still going to be different. And I don't know if we're ever going to get back to that um, 
pre-pandemic normalcy that we were, you know, so fortunate to have experienced. I think a lot of things are going to continue to change uh, now that we have um, some new knowledge and awareness around how these things can spread and, and that unfortunately I don't think that this is the last one I'm going to experience in my lifetime uh, so I think this is something that's always going to be looming and I just hope that now that we've been through this um, we will be better prepared for the future and, and people will have a better understanding of what we can do to um, hopefully mitigate some of the the issues that we experienced this time around um, but I think ultimately uh, for traditional age college students they're looking for you know a typical college experience and, and right now I'm hoping that we're able to provide that moving forward um, students who are engaging with the community there's got lots of changes to how community agencies and community nonprofits function because they have to make sure that they're taking care of their clients and that they're not potentially exposing them to things that could be harmful to them or to their employees. Uh, the other big thing too is during all this, um, you know, lots of small businesses and nonprofit agencies and organizations, uh, if they haven't closed or probably experiencing smaller financial uh, resources than what they had before. And so that makes it difficult uh, where students might want to volunteer, be eager to volunteer. Sometimes these agencies don't have, you know, volunteer coordinators like they, they used to because they had to sort of think about what are the, the bigger functions of their organization and how are we serving our clients. Um, so it's going to take some time for those things to come back uh, and like I said there's going to be changes where they're probably not going to be 100% the same way that they were before um, but ultimately I think at the end of the day um, students still want to help they're looking for ways to help they just might need to help in different ways than they were helping previously um, and I think ultimately a lot of uh, organizations, they want volunteers out there and helping. They're just trying to find the best ways to do that. That's keeping everyone safe at the end of the day. Um, what is like, that being said, what is the best way for students to get involved? And how would you recommend that students try to work with the CCBL? Um, yeah. So one of the easiest ways at UNF for students to be involved in the community is actually through courses. So UNF offers a ton of courses that have community-based components. Um, some programs, it's easier than others, but that's based on the nature of the program and the, and the discipline. So uh, I've already mentioned nursing as being one where if you are in the nursing program, there's a hundred percent that you're engaging with the community through your coursework. Uh, social work is another program that does that as well. And there's various programs throughout the institution that offer community-based learning experiences, which are embedded within the program itself. Uh, one of the great things that's happening 
is that the Center for Community-Based Learning is looking to expand its student programming and, and find new ways for students to engage with the community that might not be course-based. And so, um, again, unfortunately, this past year has uh, halted some of those plans, but the center is looking to put together uh, various days of service activities for students. And what's nice is that uh, the we've been partnering with uh, a bunch of these intern programs, uh, which are, and those students who are parts of those programs are also doing student programming. Um, on the UNF campus in particular, uh, a couple of ways that students can volunteer uh, are through the Meals on Wings program and through the Ogier Student Gardens. There's volunteer opportunities through those two programs. So if students do not have transportation, uh, and but they want to help out, those are two volunteer programs that are uh, campus-based where they can do that. And then the Lend a Wing program, uh, which is the campus food pantry, uh, they also have some volunteer and paid positions for students who might be interested in helping out in those ways as well, too. Uh, so institutionally, uh, we're growing the student program arm of helping get students, especially in the co-curricular realm. Um, but thankfully, for the time being, we have a pretty robust uh, ways for students to volunteer and be involved in the community through our uh, courses and through the curricular side of things. Thank you for. Thank you. Um, how about just to turn the tables completely? Where, um, what like inspired you to get involved with this line of work? Sure. Uh, so I really, I my, it's sort of a weird story but my undergraduate degree is in biochemistry and I don't use that in any capacity in my day-to-day -day life um, but what really happened is that I was an involved student when I was an undergraduate on campus and I had individuals who I worked with encourage me to consider uh, pursuing a career in higher education and I worked for a couple years in a small private school to make sure that that was what I wanted to do. And after those two years, I was still really motivated to be in higher education. Uh, so from there, I went to graduate school and that was a two-year program. And when I was finished with that, I just continued to work in higher ed. I really love being around uh, college students and working with them. And uh, I think the biggest draw to doing this work is uh, just seeing the potential that's there and knowing that I have an opportunity to work with very passionate individuals who want to, you know, not just make a change, but they, they're looking for certain experiences uh, through their college experience. And so how can I help assist them where I might not be able to do it for them? But how can I help guide them so they can make their experience their own and then get out of it what they're looking for? Um, and that's taken me through different parts of higher education. So I, before becoming a, a staff member within the Center for Community-Based Learning, a uh, majority of my work was working with student organizations and fraternities and sororities. Um, 
so then I made the transition over to the center where a lot of you know when I was working with student orgs and, and fraternal groups uh, a lot of my time is actually spent helping them create relationships with community agencies and nonprofit organizations and community partners so that way they can do their service and philanthropy work um, so it was coaching them like how do you how do you do that how do you create sustainable relationship with those groups so when I made the move over to the center uh, I was still doing a lot of that similar work it just in a different fashion um, and then then started taking on the role of working with faculty and staff members to help working with one student group it was working with a faculty staff member to hopefully um, create more programs for students to participate in or more courses for students to participate in that had community engaged components to them. Um, I mean, it's been a very rewarding experience. Um, I said, being a staff lead for the two alternative break trips I was able to lead um, was just amazing. And, uh, you know, I'm hoping it's something that once uh, things start to uh, financially, budget-wise, things start to normalize out again, that we'll be able to... Okay. Um, so, out of... I'm sure right now, in the pandemic, there's a lot of students that are feeling kind of lost... And what would you, and probably want to get involved and they see these problems, but don't know how, what would you recommend their first steps be? Um, I think right now, like you said, what's really tough is it's not that people don't want to, I think they're, they're searching for ways for how can I help and contribute. And through college, like, being on a college campus, there's lots of ways that they can do that. And so student organizations provide great opportunities for students to do it. Because many student groups uh, are participating in service, whether it's a requirement of the organization, and there are some groups that require it. Or, or if it's some groups use it as an opportunity for um, team building. And which is another thing that some student groups do, is that they see service as a chance for them and their members to get to know each other a little bit better, but also be doing something that's uh, positively contributing to the larger community. Um, so those are two ways that for students who are looking to get involved, I would highly suggest that they look for student groups and student organizations that have similar interests. Um, and here's the thing, it's like there's no penalty to exploring a group and then deciding it might not be a good fit for you. Uh, so I would say the, the best thing to do as a, uh, a younger student who's in your first year, or maybe second year, is to try out a bunch of different things. And then as you get more into your college experience is that from there is sort of narrowed down the breadth of experiences. So let's say you start and you're dabbling in seven groups or potential opportunities. As you get closer to your junior year, it might make more sense to be more highly involved in 
two or three of those. And so that way your your depth of your experience is becoming uh, more prominent. And then you're, you are taking leadership opportunities, which take more time. So it's one of those where you start broad, and then as you get further in, you want to narrow a bit. Um, and I think a lot of times the, the mentality is, well, I should be doing something that's directly related to my major. And I think that is important. But I think it's also important that sometimes for students, their, their major might not always correspond with something that they're passionate about. So always keep that window open, too. So you want to make sure you're working towards your degree and you're pursuing something that's going to help you uh, post-graduation. Uh, uh, but that doesn't mean you can't be involved in a student group that you are you have a passion for. And so I would say, you know, if you are uh, a business major, but you, at the same time, like in high school, you were involved in Best Buddies, well, we have a Best Buddies student organization here at UNF. So there's nothing saying that you can't be involved in, you know, the the business fraternity that UNF offers, but then at the same time, still be a volunteer and mentor with Best Buddies. So it's keeping, I think, finding balance in those is what's really important. But the main thing, though, is like you have to put yourself out there to be involved in certain things uh, in order to get to that place, too. Um, and so one of the, the good things, like I said, is we're hoping as a center that we can start offering more opportunities for students to participate in service activities where that might get them involved into something long-term. And even if it's not campus-based, right? So if a student volunteers, let's say, at Feeding Northeast Florida, and they have a really great experience and they want to continue that, great. Like, we want you to continue to pursue that. Um, it doesn't have to be just through UNF or through student group. Like you, if you already are involved in community organization or community nonprofit, um, find time to continue doing that if it's something that's important to you. Um, and so that's what we would, or I would encourage uh, for students. And the other thing too is, you know, the the school tries to offer lots of opportunities for students to have. Uh, other students as mentors um, so whether it's through the first year experience mentors um, and those are the students who are involved in the orientation experience uh, or if it's uh, some programs have embedded within it mentoring uh, so upper class students will serve as mentors for newer students who are just entering that, that particular program um, find some time listen to them faculty and staff are on campus they also want to mentor students and so if you feel like you have a good uh, interaction with a faculty member or staff member reaching back out to them outside of their office hours outside of class and just saying hey is it would it be okay if we uh, you know we chatted for you know 15 30 minutes I would like to learn more about you know what it is that you do or how you got involved in this or what your research is um, nine times out of ten they're going to be receptive to that and they're going to want to have that interaction with the student so uh, it, it just sometimes it's difficult for students to take initiative because they're not used to having to do that um, but in the college environment um, it's important that they learn how to take initiative because uh, I don't always know 
for example, that like a student is looking for a mentor relationship, unless a student asks me, hey, would it be fine if we, you know, I, I think that like what you do is cool and I'd like to learn more about it. Can we have that, you know, chance to talk? Um, so it, it is one of those things that like, it's a skill that has to be learned by students, but the only way you can learn it is by doing it, right? Uh, I can't do it for you. I can't show you how to do it. You sort of just have to be willing to reach out uh, and saying like, you know, this is something I'd be interested in, in learning more about or something I'd like to engage in. How can I get more involved in it? What do you think is the most pressing issue in the Jacksonville, oh, no, scratch that. <laughs> what problem <laughs> facing the Jacksonville community right now is the most important to you and why? I think, well, I, I'm not a Jacksonville native. So um, I'm gonna say that up front because my tenure in the city is limited compared to a lot of other people. And so my, that, that definitely uh, influences my response. Uh, I think one of the biggest things that Jacksonville needs to continue to work on is the disparities associated with uh, how uh, neighborhoods are supported. And that's something that's, um, you know, I'm as an individual trying to continue to learn more about because I don't understand the full scope of it. And um, through participating in various programs and, and doing my own research and reading, I've been trying to gain more knowledge about. But uh, it seems like there is a clear um, disparity as to how support and development for various neighborhoods throughout the city has occurred. And um, from an equity standpoint, I think it's what happens is that it, uh, it hurts all Jacksonville residents when we're not able to, um, you know, it's, it's sad when I hear people say, well, we don't go to that particular part of the city because, you know, they're scared of or fearful of experiencing violence or um, it's just somewhat thing that's been told to them it's just not where you, you shouldn't go there um, and the investments in those neighborhoods unfortunately too have not always been equitable when compared to other areas of the city um, so I think that's probably I would say is that the one thing that I I want to continue to work on and learn more about and be able to provide some action towards. Um, but I'll, I'll be honest, it's something that I'm still, you know, relatively naive about as well too, so. I think that was a very good answer, <laughs> even though being naive. Um, okay, so how about what do you, what do you know about the history of student and civic engagement in the UNF in Jacksonville? Yeah, so I mean, the UNF is, in the grand scheme of things, is a relatively young institution. Um, it's just about to experience its its fiftieth anniversary, um, and how it started. Actually, it was um, 
students would come into the institution with their associate's degree, and then they would finish their last two years at UNF to receive their bachelor's degree. So it wasn't for early on, it's tenured, uh, wasn't even like a full four-year institution. Um, and so it's still growing and it's changing. And through that, we've seen different waves of faculty and staff members and students being involved in um, being civically involved in different ways. Um, a unique thing is that the former president was actually mayor of Jacksonville become, before becoming president of the institution, so which is a really uh, unique way of how you know a school is tied to sort of the ideas of what it means to be civically engaged. Um, and I think that's one of the things the institution is always striving for, is how are we helping to improve uh, the community of not just Jacksonville, but Duval County and some of the surrounding counties as well. And then how we're making sure we're preparing our students for even if they decide to leave the particular area, how are they going to make a positive impact in the communities that they become members of or the home, you know, if they go back to their home in, say, South Florida or a different state, how are they being, uh, how they're positively contributing to those communities too? So, are we being good about creating, um, you know, civically engaged individuals while they're here, while they're at UNF? And then, how are we making sure that, you know, when we have those opportunities that we're being good stewards of that and making sure that it, it's something that we're, we're giving them the skills and tools that will be useful when they leave. Um, and that's, you know, it's a tough thing. It's, you know, as a public institution, we're supposed to be benefiting the public. Uh, and I think UNF has done a good job as Jacksonville has changed to, um, make sure that we are being, uh, you know, we're sort of moving in lock and step with where Jacksonville is, is going as a city. Um, we're not perfect in that, but I don't think any school is perfect in that. And so we are going to continue to, you know, make changes and adjust uh, to make sure that we're meeting the needs of our constituents and we're meeting the needs of being a, a positive um we're positively contributing to Jacksonville and, and what the city is hoping to be for its residents. And we're a big factor in that as an institution. Um, how about what, like, I, I maybe I can already ask that. Um, it's okay. So where do you see um, the CCBL going in the near future mm -hmm. within, because you were talking about like those changes and what are those changes that you see UNF doing to like make um, Jack the surrounding Jacksonville area, <laughs> um, like to improve the Jacksonville area? Thank you. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so within the center, um, you know, 
in the its first 10 years, we were very focused on developing faculty members to deliver community-based experiences, either through courses or immersion programs or research opportunities for students. And that's something that was very important when the center was um, established, is, is how do we help infuse community-based opportunities throughout the institution? And initially, it was seen that faculty is one of the primary ways we can do that. And now we're in this new phase where we recognize that we've done a lot of work with faculty members and it's not to say we're going to stop doing that work, we're going to continue to do that work. Um, but we see that there is a void in helping provide student opportunities. And, and that's because of just some changes and reorganization at the institution. And so we're diving more into that particular realm and that has had started with doing some training and development with staff members and now we've seen some some success where we just want to be helping to deliver student-based programs from our office um, as ways that you know, when students are looking for opportunities to be involved, right now there isn't really a central hub at UNF for them to, to search out those um, opportunities, and they have to do a lot of sort of exploration on their own. And so we want to start providing some some chances for students and, and ways that they can explore community-based agencies and community opportunities um, through uh our Osprey Community Ambassadors and some of the interim programs that are coordinating with the center right now. Um, the institutionally, uh, as strengthened itself within the Jacksonville community. Okay, continue where you left off. Sure. Uh, so one of the ways that I think that you have a strategic plan that's focused on community and business engagement and we're still in the very beginning phases of the strategic plan, so we're all trying to figure out what that means for various areas. But I think the importance that that's one of the primary things to grow is um, says a lot. Uh, and, you know, the fact that we're looking for opportunities for students when they graduate, that they are going to be employed within their first six months or be moving on to um, graduate school and a person graduate degree is is important for the return on investment of higher education um, and that the community aspect of that where they can actually take things that they're learning in the classroom and apply it to outside of the classroom experiences um, those things go hand in hand because a student is going to be more employable if they actually have had opportunities to practice what it is that they have been learning in a real world setting and so that's what we sort of how I see those two things continuing to interface and then uh, hopefully continue to grow is that it creates a pathway so a student um, gets involved in a service opportunity with a community partner or community agency and you know it's a it's a one day experience right but they had a really positive um, experience so then the next time an opportunity opens up for that group 
or for that particular nonprofit, you know, they bring a couple more of their friends and then they have a conversation with the volunteer coordinator and then they find out that there's an internship opportunity in a particular place. And then from there, you know, if things really work out, hopefully that can turn into a job opportunity for a student. Um, and that's like happening in parallel with what they're learning in their discipline. Um, and that would be the ideal, right? It doesn't always work that way, but if it was a perfect world, that'd be sort of how things would work. Um, so but the way to do that is continue to find more opportunities for students to have those experiences. And, and that's something that we're focused on in the center is how can we help expand that? And whether it's through our professional development programs with our faculty or some of the own student programs that we're doing or through some of the conversations we're having with career services and other entities at the institution. Um, the idea is we want to make sure that if a student wants an experience they can find that at UNF or through UNF in some way, shape, or form. And if we're able to do that, nine times out of ten, we're working with the community in some capacity. So these things are tightly tied to one another, and it's very difficult to have a practical experience without being involved in the community in some way. It's nearly impossible. So if we're doing our job on our campus and providing those experiences and making sure that we're connecting internally and then ultimately externally to the community, then I would say that we're going to be very successful in that part of our strategic plan. We're going to be living the mission of the institution where we're preparing students to be positively contributing to their communities. Um, and it's going to turn out where, you know, our students are going to be sought out by companies and organizations because they see the evidence of having the knowledge from the classroom being applied within practical settings and students have the skills and abilities that companies and employers are looking for. Well, thank you so much, Justin. That was wonderful. Um, would you please just give like a phone number or an email that would be best to contact the CCBL if students want to get engaged? Yeah. So the best way to contact the Center for Community-Based Learning is if you have questions or if you're looking uh, for opportunities is using the email address unfcares at unf.edu. And that's unfcares at unf.edu. Uh, that's definitely going to be the easiest way to get in touch with someone from the center. Uh, we Our office number is 904-620-3545. That's our general office number. Uh, and then from there, we can get people connected with uh, one of the staff members if, based on the nature of their question. Um, but those two ways are the, the best email by far right now is the the best, best way to get in touch with someone from the center. Um, but we'll make sure that if you do have questions or you have comments or you're interested in something that we get you connected to the right staff member at the center. And if we don't have um, a, and if it's not a staff member at the center that we're getting you connected to the right person at the institution that might be able to help you out with that too. And then also leveraging the 
the relationships we have with various community partners and community agencies. So if we don't have the opportunity on UNF that you're looking for, uh, we'll try to help get you connected with someone in the community that does have that right opportunity that you're looking for. So. Awesome. Thank you so much. Um, this was a good... Yes, let me stop it.